Hey guys, welcome back to Sticky Sports Side. I'm Phil. And I'm Noah. This podcast contains heavy bias, bad sports takes, usually by me, occasional yelling, degeneracy, and rarely facts to back it up. Welcome to the sticky side of sports. Let's hop on this gravy train. Hey, what's up everyone? This is Noah and Phil back with another episode of Sticky Sports Side. We're back on the grind after releasing that teaser episode this past weekend. Let's go gang gang. Um, and gang, we're going to be releasing twice a week, as we said. This is going to be our Monday release. This is going to be more Heck yes, uh, statistics, statistics matchup-based, um, just to get you guys going for the entire week and looking forward to some of these matchups. Phil, you got anything to say to start? Uh, just a crazy week of basketball so far. Excited to get in, uh, get into it with you guys. Uh, once again, uh, check out our socials. Uh, sticky underscore sports side and sticky sports side are our Instagram and TikToks. Um, if you want some betting picks, like, like I'll go over what we're leaning today and Noah will too, but the official picks will be on either Instagram or TikTok most of the time. And guys ride that train with us. We're trying to win you easy money, easy, easy money. Yeah, Phil's only been negative. I'd say two out of the last like 20 days. So he's been on a hot streak. Uh, it's a blessing and a curse. Uh, don't know if it will continue, but I want you guys here with me for it. Okay. So we're going to hop right in. We're just going to start off by, uh, doing a little Super Bowl talk, um, game. We got the Bengals versus the Rams. Rams have a home game. Um, tons to dive into for this game. Phil, how are you feeling about it? Um, I'm, I, a part of me wants to say the Bengals are going to like take this game and Joe Burrow is going to have that crazy season, the dream season that he's already had, right? But another part of me, another bigger part of me says Joe Burrow is going to be an elite quarterback in this league for the next, you know, 10 years. And if Matt Stafford doesn't win the Super Bowl this year, I don't know if, I don't know if he will. So I really want to cheer for him. Um, I think he deserves it. He's been a professional his entire career. So, and yeah, Stafford, one of those guys that you love to root for. You don't really have any bad dirt on the guy. He's just a general all around good guy. He's a great football player. Came from Georgia, as I, you yeah. very well know, Phil. Yeah. Um, here's the thing about the Rams. They're very top heavy this season. They signed a bunch of guys to one year contracts, so they were going for it this year. First yeah. year with Stafford, they signed Odell. They got um, uh, uh, Von Miller on defense. Ramsey there as always. He obviously didn't get signed this year, but they're very top heavy. And I think with Aaron Donald on the pass rush, the Bengals offensive line's pretty bad. Joe Burrow's gonna have to do some like escaping throughout that game and make plays happen. Otherwise they might be in a lot of trouble. And that is one thing that does work in the Bengals advantage. Obviously, you want some you need enough time in the pocket, but Joe Burrow is exceptional at throwing on the run and finding open guys. His That's honestly when he's playing his best is when he can roll out and deliver the ball downfield to guys like T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. That's very, very fair. Uh, not to dig too much into it because we're going to go into it again Thursday. But, Noah, final just to wrap it up, kind of right now, gut feeling, who's going to win? I'm going to be rooting for the Bengals, but um... – I like the Rams in a 27 to 23 game. Okay. And obviously that could change. We have a week, so nobody booked that in yet. We're recording this on a Sunday. So we literally have a week before the game. Yeah. Um, I think the Rams are going to win 
31-28. That's going to be my final play on that. Okay. Um, And as for all of you betting people out there, no, the line was set at four and it hasn't moved since. And honestly, I don't see it moving at all unless there's some kind of injury. Yeah. Um, Or like some other like major drama, like someone gets sick or, you know, whatever. But So the line at four, I do think uh, that's obviously not a whole lot of points, but I do think the Bengals cover that whether they lose by three or the bet pushes at four. I don't think they lose by a touchdown. They're going to keep it really close. No, well, and I also think even if the Rams get out to a big lead, Joe Burrow, I mean, he just let him back against the Chiefs. No one is going to panic on that Bengals sideline. So uh, it's going to be a very interesting game because I just want everybody to keep in mind, and if you're thinking about live betting the game, if the Rams go up big, at some point I, I will be one of those guys, I will live bet the Bengals plus 17 in a, in a second. So... Um, just yeah. keep your eye out for that. Hopefully there aren't going to be any leads that big. I'm, I would love to see just a close competitive hard fought game the entire time. Yeah. What I really just hope for is the refs don't screw up the game. Like don't make it about them. Let the players decide it. Yeah. What I've been noticing is that the refs have called a lot of ticky tack stuff in the first three quarters, but as it gets down to the nitty gritty, they, they don't seem to call go. as much yeah, they kind of swallow their whistle in the fourth quarter. so Which I'm kind of okay with, but do that for all four quarters so the players know what they're getting. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would, I would. Here's the thing. I kind of think the opposite of it a little bit. I think that um, they should let them play a little bit more the first three quarters. And as it gets down to like the last five minutes, obviously if a guy's holding, you want that to be called every single time because that is when the game is in crunch time and you should be making those calls. See, but my thing is... I just want consistency because as a player, you know, like even though we don't, we never like played football at a high level, right? We played, we played soccer and we played collegiately. The thing is you want, you want to know what you're getting from the refs and then you can adapt whether it be you let a lot go or not. Right. But Mm. I just, just be consistent, whatever it is. Let the players know from the get-go of the game what's happening so we can get the best football. Exactly. That, that's that's and, what I want, ultimately. And guys, um, this year, put all of your money mortgage of your house should be going on tails um, for the coin toss. I haven't, I haven't decided that yet. With um, <laughs> I'm still getting my votes from work, so I, I want it to be tails, and I try to persuade everybody to be tails, but I don't know if it will be tails. Yeah, it was heads last year, and we lost a little bit of money off of that. So, um, and Phil, it's last hot. thing, the ran- Wait. other random thing, other random thing I'm going to bet on for the game. What, what color do you think the Gatorade's going to be? I got it right last year. Um, I think I bet on blue, so I'm going to go with it again. Why not? <laughs> Go with blue again. All right. I'm probably going to go orange this year. All right. Fair enough. I do like, I mean, those are my favorite Gatorade flavors, orange and blue, to be fair. So I'm good with Orange it. and blue. All right. Yeah. I love how everyone says like orange. They don't say the actual flavors of Gatorade. When they say their favorite flavor, they just use the color. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, because I, I mean, that's how everybody's grown up with it. I think Gatorade has to know at this point that no one gives a shit about what you call the fucking Gatorade. We're going to call I, I it wish the color. They, they should just rebrand and just name them Gatorade Blue. Blue. Exactly. Gatorade Blue. Gatorade Light Blue. <laughs> I, I'll say I'm a, I'm a little 
off. Uh, my favorite Gatorade flavor is Riptide Rush, so the purple one. Oh, I don't mind purple. Like I know some people really don't like purple, but I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I um, love that purple drink. Uh, all right, <laughs> to digress now, we're going to hop into basketball, go over some matchups with you guys. Um, we have a huge week. We're just going to go through Monday through Wednesday's big-time matchups for you, tell tell you where we're leaning and why. Um, and then, you know, Thursday, our, our Thursday podcast release will be going over hot topics, news, and more hot takes that you guys love. Um, Noah, before we get into uh, these topics, do we okay. – or these matchups, do you want me to do Team of Destiny now or at the end? Um. So give me one sec. I think we should talk uh, for a minute or two about some of the matchups this past week, okay. some of the big ones that yeah. happened. Yeah, let's do um, it. Yeah, th- that way we can just uh, kind of get in the flow here. I think we should kind of split it up a little bit where we talk about, um, like analyze some of the games that were already played, and then uh, just talk about some games that are going to be played just to mix it up a little bit. Okay, well, um, um, Arizona UCLA that was a huge matchup, and Arizona ran away with it. Huge, yeah. Um, sadly, lied that UCLA money line on that game when they went down by three. But Arizona's a really Oops. tough team to beat at home, and that's why they're always favorite. They had just lost by nineteen points to UCLA last week, and they were favored by seven just because they were playing at home. They are a great home team. Um, another huge game. Texas Tech, Texas. Texas Tech won by 13. Texas Tech looks great this year, plays great defense. Um, I think they lost later in the week. Texas Tech is going to be one of those teams that's going to be a tough out in the tourney just because they play great defense. Like this team, even when they're not shooting the ball well, they don't shut down defensively, which some teams do. Yeah, they have some great players defensively. McCullers. um, He's otherworldly, that guy. Oh, my God. He's he's unbelievable. Um, okay, so one of the teams that's kind of been hot mm-hmm. the last uh, – since they've gotten everyone back, Illinois, yeah. came off uh, a big win against Wisconsin. They beat by the shit out points. of Wisconsin. One really yeah. close. And, and then they went into – Cockburn um, or Kofi Cokeburn or however the fuck you say it scored 37. Are you kidding me? Coburn, yeah. yeah. And then they went into a tough atmosphere – in Indiana Saturday and got and by trailing the entire first half they ended up eating the absolute shit out of Indiana in the second well, half. Well, we all knew this was going to happen. Illinois is a talented team. I I think everybody who knows anything about sports knew as soon as they got healthy and got right and got that rotation figured out, they they were going to be a problem. Okay. My conspiracy right now, I know they're two completely different heights and have you ever seen Trent Frazier? Like do you know what he looks like? Yes, I, I've watched that man Illinois looks like many times. ASAP Rocky. Oh, oh, hundred percent. I I agree. That <laughs> image. Bro, bro, no. Okay, People. we we will be posting a Instagram meme of that this week. Uh, it can be with our bets one day. I don't care. I want people to like it if you agree that Trent Frazier looks like ASAP Rocky. ASAP Frazier. ASAP Frazier. I love it, though, because the guy's money from three, so whatever. Um, They have a great backcourt. Another hot team. Uh, I know – I think they might have lost later in the week, but Marquette beat Villanova by 10 earlier in the week. Marquette, man, they're going to be a problem. 
they're gonna be a they problem. already are a problem yeah yeah they start they got off to a rocky start but man oh man they they're coming on um, they got their man Shaka Smart coached them. Also, they didn't lose at all um, this past week. Their only game was on Wednesday, actually. Oh, well, then they did amazing. Um, and yeah. secondly, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Shaka Smart uh, used to coach at Texas, you know, after Wichita State, that whole thing. Um, yeah. Marquette's the better job, right? Oh, well, he didn't coach for Wichita State. Where did he coach before there? Oklahoma State? Who was it? Oh, VCU. Oh, well, fuck VCU. No one cares about them. VCU is the same colors as uh, Wichita State. Wichita I get them confused got Greg all the time because they're both, like, mediocre. Okay, very true. And they both have – they both play the same style of basketball. It's slow and they hope they hit threes. And any – Phil, can you name um, the very famous NBA player that played for Marquette? Yes. Dwayne Wade. Oh, I'm asking, I'm asking you. Dwayne Wade. Okay. Yeah, dude, are you serious? Right. Come on, man. Yeah. You know I'm a sports fan. Come on. Come on. Hey, um, hey it, was just, it was just a question. All right, fair enough. I think that rounds up last week pretty well. Noah, do you have any more? Oh, one um, one last thing. Yeah. Um, teams that I just can't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, so uh, there's a couple games from Saturday that were just very surprising. Baylor well, Auburn, getting smoked Georgia. by Kansas. What was that? <laughs> Auburn, Georgia, Auburn only winning by two. Yeah, but <laughs> aside from that, man, like upsets all around. I, I shouldn't say Kansas beating Baylor is an upset, but like they smoked them. How about Gonzaga beating BYU by thirty-three? Yes, that was bad. Rutgers beat Michigan State. Um, Arizona pulled off a clutch win against USC. Been they're they're on fire. Duke destroyed North Carolina. It wasn't how Can- it wasn't that Kansas beat Baylor. It was how Kansas beat Baylor. I just want to point oh, that it was, out. Oh, the game was within. It was a twenty point game for I'd say thirty five minutes of that, it. That's what I'm saying. Like people weren't going to be shocked if Kansas won, but people were going to be shocked the way they won. Is where yeah. I'm at. And my last surprise, uh, and I watched this entire second half and all three overtimes. Arizona State beating UCLA on Saturday night. <laughs> I know that one hurts a little bit for you, personally. Um, I mean, yeah, I just I, here's the thing. I put like five dollars on UCLA money line, but mm. Mm. wasn't the wasn't the biggest deal. Wasn't the biggest deal. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, hey, it wasn't that bad. Last night, um, when I was coming home, I uh, decided to put twenty dollars on this table tennis guy to win. Mm-hmm. Why would and you do that? I have no idea. He won though, so okay, fair enough. That like uh, this is how it's going to be weekly now. That I mean, college basketball. We're here. We're we're what a month away from March Madness. It's down to the nitty gritty. Let's uh, the best time of the year, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I will pumped. say March. I'm a huge soccer guy. I love the World Cup. I love getting Ma- to watch March Madness March every Madness year. Is I like watching it more than the Super Bowl. Yeah. No. March Madness is insane. Um, I I kind of just want to jump into some of the major matchups for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because I'm excited now. You got me all pumped up. My adrenaline's going. Um, all right. Kansas, Texas opens the week Monday. Uh, this is in Austin. Noah, what do you think? Kansas is riding high, so I'm not sure yeah. if Texas can um, stop it. So the one thing about Texas is they play a little bit of a slower game, place than, game yep. pace than Baylor does. Um, and Texas also has a 
pretty good defense. Yeah. I think they're able to limit Kansas here a little bit, but I think Kansas just overall is flowing and ebbing with more talent. Um, I have Kansas in this one. I have, do you know what the line's at right now? It's Texas minus two. Um, yeah, uh, K- Kansas money line, I would lock that in, or plus two, whatever you guys like to do. I think that's a lock. I haven't done my model yet, but I have a feeling it's going to give me a pretty big thumbs up on this one. Uh, I think Kansas is going to win by double digits, to be perfectly yep. honest with everybody. Texas just can't shoot the ball to keep up with um, yeah. Kansas, to be fair. Um, Kansas is now a one-point favorite, by the way. I would obviously take that yes. as well, guys. Okay. Uh, Tuesday, we have uh, Marquette UConn uh, at UConn. Marquette at UConn. That is going to be a great game. I think Marquette wins money line now. What, I don't know what the um, spread is yet, but I think Marquette wins money line. Yeah, so betting-wise, for if if um, for these games specifically, guys, we're not going to be able to talk about because they're not really out yet. Um, Marquette we, obviously is hot. UConn just came off like a 15-point loss to Nova this past weekend. Yeah. I, I have a feeling Marquette is going to be like two or three-point underdogs. Yeah. I would love for them to cover that. Yeah, um... I have a feeling that way too, and if they are, I'm probably going to hammer it. Uh, we'll see later in the week, though. We'll see later in the week. Yeah, this is one of those games I can't specifically tell you which team I believe is better, and honestly, they have very similar records. They play I, I very think similar Marquette's style. Better, to be honest with you, I I don't I I do. I think they score the ball better. I think UConn struggles offensively sometimes. I think Marquette on neutral court beats UConn seven out of ten times, eight out of ten times. So. I'm- I mean, I could get behind that. I think just being at home, it might be a little bit of a different story. Okay. Um, next, we have Auburn at Arkansas. Arkansas is one of the hottest teams in the SEC. Auburn is the hottest team in America. So, wow. I don't know. What Coming off that close loss to Georgia, they... But that was because I they think, were overlooking Georgia. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. I, I think I think they just need to dial it back get, and get back to their... Get back to rhythm, yep. the rhythm that they were in. Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, they got away from it. I think this is a huge game. And and although they won, you can still call it a bounce-back game. I think this is a huge bounce-back game for them. Um, I They're going to win this basketball Bruce Pearl gets by, them ready for big games. Yeah. He does. He, they're going to win by double digits. I would not be surprised if they were able to win by 15 to 20 as well. Okay. I'm not going to go on that far of a limb, but that's fine. Um. So you're leaning Auburn. I'm leaning Auburn for the win. I'm not leaning Auburn for a blowout win. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking it's it's going to be between like 8 to 12 points for a win for them. See, I wouldn't even say that. Um, Wisconsin-Michigan State is next on the docket. Uh, in East Lansing, Michigan State just got their brains beat in. Wisconsin barely just beat a Penn State team. This one still hurts to talk about. At home, at the Cole Center. I know Noah's saying Michigan State, oh, they may not have that great of a team this year. If you look up all-time what Tom Izzo teams do, even this team, after a loss, they come back and they win. So give me Michigan State. That's all I got to say. And I will also like to point out, Michigan State scores a lot of points when they play at home. They try to pump up those those fans. Um, Wisconsin has a good offense as well. Really, if they scored over, 51 points against Penn this, State. If this overs under like 130 or like 140, I would hammer this over. I I don't know if I would. Uh, I'm gonna stay away from the over under on that game. 
if Michigan State is anywhere from like I don't know, I'm hoping they do like two and uh, two to four point spread. I will take them. Yeah, I would. I would probably take that as well. I think it's going to be a really close game. I would not be surprised if Wisconsin's able to take a game. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin's been struggling a little bit too. Okay, fair enough. Illinois at Purdue. Hottest team in the Big Ten versus one of the best teams in the country. Yeah. I'm going to say this again. Um, Illinois is very hot. Purdue's also good. Um, I think Purdue owns the edge in this game specifically because they're playing at home. Yeah, That's the only reason I like Purdue in this matchup. I think they're both very evenly matched teams. Um, as long as everyone's healthy on both the rosters, I like Purdue fully healthy. The three-point shooting ability of everyone on the floor and paired with Zach Eady down low. I will uh, say, if seems... Purdue ends up being a six to eight point favorite, I'll take Illinois in the spread. I would take that too. I think it's it's going to be an insane game. I'm trying um, to predict Purdue, the spread right now because we don't have one, by the way, folks. Yeah. So Purdue also loves to score and pump up the home crowd. Uh, Illinois is going to have to put up points to stick in this game, and I think they do. Yep. I love the over in this game too. Yeah, I don't know if I love the over because I think the over is going to be set at like 160 at least. So, yeah, you think so? Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, Um, if it's a modest over, I would say anything 145 and below, I'd rip that over. It's not going to be in the 140s, I'm telling you right now. Um, It's not going to be, but I I want it to be. Okay, and then on Wednesday, we have Tennessee at Mississippi State. The Wednesday slate isn't as good, so we're just picking teams that are on the bubble of the tournament. That's what we're going to be doing, guys, is covering teams that are near the bubble. Um, or big upsets, obviously, but um, Tennessee at Mississippi State. I think uh, Tennessee gets a double-digit point win at Mississippi State. Uh, Tennessee's hit or miss this year, but I think they get it done in this game. It's a gut feeling. Yeah. I, I have nothing else to say. I totally agree with you here. I don't think Mississippi State's that good of a team. Tennessee is up and down, but they're just better. Fair enough. This one is an underrated matchup, I believe, that a lot of people are going to overlook. But this is two possible tournament teams playing in the uh, American Athletic Conference. SMU at Houston. Houston is a definite tournament team. SMU is trying to get in the tournament. I think SMU has a chance to keep this close and pull an upset. I'm not calling it. But if this spread is anywhere near 8, 9, 10 points, I'm taking SMU in the points. Uh, Here's the thing. I saw a Houston line the other day where they were playing away from home against, a, I think it might have been UCF earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And UCF played them pretty tough. Houston does have a great team, but SMU has a great offense. Um, I don't think there's any doubting that. Yeah. Houston, I I think that Houston end ultimately would pull out that game and win, but I wouldn't be surprised if they set the line at like four or five. Uh, if it's at four or five, I'm going to struggle with that game and I might stay away. Um, yeah, I might throw like Houston money line in a parlay or something. SMU's right on the cusp of the tournament. By the way, they are one of the yes. they're the next four out. Yeah. Um. So they do need to come up with a big statement win here. A win here at Houston would basically put them right in the tournament, don't you think? Yes. And for our last game, we're going to discuss. We have Ohio State versus Rutgers. It's at Rutgers. Rutgers. Come it's at the. It's rack. at Rutgers too. They play fantastic at home. Yes, they. Rutgers and I really mean this. They can beat anybody at home, and and I wholeheartedly mean this. They are just tough to beat at home. 
I, I, no one can really explain it other than it's a tough place to play. If uh, Ohio State is anything above like seven points, take Rutgers. Oh yeah, spread absolutely. All right, Noah, it's time. Oh my gosh, we got to go! Bum bum bum! It's Phil's team of destiny. Team of destiny. All right, team of destiny. There it is. Boom. Anyways, Team of Destiny this week, guys. You guys have been waiting for one. Wyoming. I've watched them multiple times in the last couple weeks. They have a couple studs and Hunter Maldonado. And um, I think it's Daryl E.K. or Jonathan E.K. or something like that. It's something E.K. And they're both averaging over 19 points a game. Wyoming plays a slow pace, plays good defense. They're going to be a tournament team. They can make noise in the tournament as well. This is a great team. Watch them this year, and if they ever have a plus spread on them, take it. Because so far it's been working for me. Um, Love this team. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. They're better than Oklahoma State. Go Cowboys. Second with Phil right there, uh, this Wyoming team is a lot of fun to watch. They just play good fundamental basketball. Um, just like you said, one they've been winning us money like crazy. Yep, that's a they're a good team to bet on. And right now, just because they kind of play in a weaker conference, they are projected to make the field, which is wonderful at in large, itself. At large, not and, automatic. Oh so, yeah, yeah. For so an that's at-large. huge. That's um, huge. But yeah, that is that is huge for a team that I don't know anything else about Wyoming's college except for Josh Allen came out of there. Like that's the only thing I know about Wyoming. Yep. Yep. So that is my team of destiny, guys. Go watch them. You crazy, crazy. All right. Let's close things down. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for listening to our first episode of the week. We will once again be releasing on Thursday. Yep. Uh yeah. We're really excited to be moving forward with this process. We're gonna be posting daily. Our betting picks will be on Instagram daily, sticky underscore sport underscore side. And TikTok, we've been posting daily as well. Check us out. We got some of the latest trends. Just trying to make them funny and get you guys involved with some sports every day. Phil's so. Fat Bets. Let's ride this gravy train. PH Fat for everyone out there who's wondering. PH Fat. Let's do this. <laughs>